The following content is sponsored in partnership with Haymarket Media US. From Health 2023 in Las Vegas, Nevada, it's the MMM Podcast with GoodRx. Hi, I'm Lesha Bouchak, senior reporter at MMM, and I'm here at the Health 2023 conference in Las Vegas. I'm super excited to be part of today's sponsored podcast with GoodRx. Here with me today is Akil Williams, Vice President of Strategic Development and General Manager of Provider Solutions at GoodRx. And we're going to talk about GoodRx for providers and reaching HCPs in an action mindset. Welcome to the podcast, Akil. Thank you. Thanks for having me. So tell me why GoodRx is at Health this year and tell me a little bit about your conference experience so far. Well, first, um, I can never determine, is it Health or HLTH? That's what I've been wondering, (laughs) but I've mostly been hearing people say Health. Yes, let's go with Health. Let's go with Health. Um, So GoodRx, as many people know, is the coupon card company um, that when you need a discount on your prescriptions, you go to GoodRx.com or you use the app and within seconds you can get a significant savings on um, your generic or brand or even specialty medications. But, you know, about three years ago, we launched our Pharma Solutions Vertical, which really helps to partner with uh, pharma companies that want to reach um, patients and providers at that point of care, at that point of prescribing, right when they're about to make a decision or right when they're about to take action um, and get access to a particular uh, drug. So what we do at Health is we want to connect with the ecosystem. So whether that's um, patient groups or provider groups or or digital health companies are helping us to understand providers better, understand our pharma clients better, um, and to just learn about the industry. I think this conference has really ballooned over the past several years, and it's become one of the preeminent places to be a part of that ecosystem, to be a part of that conversation, to understand what's going on within the ecosystem, and to see how GoodRx can be a better partner to so many of the different stakeholders across the across the value chain. Absolutely. It's my first year here at the conference, but I have heard that it's grown a lot in recent years. So it's exciting to be here. You're the general manager of GoodRx Provider Solutions and head of pharma strategic development. How do those two roles blend and merge at GoodRx? Yeah, great question. Um, I uh, I like to wear baseball caps in my spare time, but uh, I never wear two of them. But uh, at GoodRx these days, I do wear two caps. So interestingly enough, our provider solutions vertical kind of was born out of thinking about just long-term growth and trying to say understand to understand you know our provider coming to GoodRx? And if so, what are they doing? And what we understood is that providers are coming to GoodRx and they're looking, you know, for savings opportunities and for access opportunities at that point of care, at that point of prescribing. A lot of times what will happen is a patient, you know, will will get prescribed a drug and before they leave that uh, exam room, they'll say, hey, doc, do you know how much is this going to cost? And doctor will be like, "Um, let me check real quick on GoodRx. And then ultimately, um, we have a very large, significant amount of doctors, close to a million doctors that come to GoodRx on a regular basis for that particular use case. And what we do in our pharma strategic development group when I wear that hat, so the first hat is understanding that and building out those solutions and those tools that providers are going to use when they come to GoodRx. Just recently, we rolled out a real-time benefit check tool where providers can check the insurance cost of a drug right at that point of prescribing. So not only do you see um, the GoodRx coupon, you can also see a copay card from a manufacturer. And 
again, once we when we rolled out real-time benefit check, you can also see the patient's insurance coverage and how much that patient will pay out of pocket for that uh, for that plan if they use their insurance. So it really provides an apples to apples to apples comparisons of some of the of some of the most popular and most uh, efficient ways to pay. So that's the provider solutions hat. With the strategic development hat, what I do is I, I work with some of the largest pharmaceutical companies uh, in in the world and really try to understand what are their pain points, what are their challenges, and as we're building out these solutions um, for providers and for patients and across the ecosystem, like what's pharmacying? Um, you know, how can we help solve their challenges? How can we help solve their day to day? And it's it's a really exciting blend of the two because I can say, hey, this is what providers need here, and then I can say, hey, this is what pharma needs here, and then ultimately I can go away and say, hey, this is what GoodRx can do to help uh, create those solutions for you. Now, who does GoodRx's provider mode reach, and why is it uniquely suited to the needs of today's HCPs? Yeah, great question. So, again, GoodRx Provider Solutions reaches close to a million um, doctors across the entire GoodRx platform, and in our provider mode, we have close to 600,000. So, when we kind of double-click into, okay, wow, that's a lot, but who are they? So, those are your physicians, those are your nurse practitioners, those are your physician assistants, um, and our kind of distribution looks similar to it looks to how it would look across the country, across the nation. So we have specialists of all variety, oncologists, hematologists, um, neurologists, cardiologists, and kind of anything within that. Um, and then we also have primary care. We have internal medicine, family medicine. And I think it, it all comes back to that central use case of cost transparency, price transparency. How much is this drug going to cost? How can I get my patient on therapy faster and more efficiently and in a more affordable way, which really draws back and really connects back to the GoodRx mission, which is helping Americans get healthcare they need at a price they can afford. We just kind of took it one step up the, the, the stream, if you will, and say, hey, if we reach one provider, we can reach a lot of more patients. We can reach their entire patient population. So we still obviously are, are a patient and consumer-centered company, and, and just provider solutions helps us reach so many more providers and ultimately get to that patient to, to get that savings. So it sounds like GoodRx has built one of the leading platforms for healthcare providers. And as you mentioned, you have such a comprehensive reach to a lot of different uh, providers across different specialties. Um, What lessons can you share about what it takes to cut through the clutter and engage uh, some of these busy clinicians, um, attract them and elicit action from them as well? Yeah, so, you know, one of the first things we wanted to do when we started to identify um, providers in our account and gave them the opportunity to enroll into provider mode and to register is we really wanted to understand, like, what are you here for? I, I, I kind of make the joke internally to our team, our product team is like, hey, they're not here planning their next vacation. They're here, like, in their prescribing mindset. They're in, you know, I like to say they're in their white coats. They're not in their blue jeans, right? So um, they're here at that point of care. A lot times with that patient in the room to try to say, okay, how can I help this patient get on therapy? And one of the ways we cut through the clutter is to turn down the volume a little bit on anything that's not germane to what they're here for. Um, So yes, we definitely have messaging opportunities for our pharma clients to reach those providers that are on their drug page or anywhere across provider mode. But a lot of the other features that we have on kind of core or the patient side of GoodRx, we had to, you know, take a clean sheet of paper and think, okay, do we need to have this for providers? Do we need 
ahead of that for providers. Um, so ultimately, as the as the platform is you know getting over a little more than a year and a half old, um, we can now say you know the the way the platform has been created has really started to diverge from our core platform and really starting to see providers understand like oh this real time benefit check tool this is really cool and built exclusively just for me. We have a cost compare feature that's built just for providers. Um, we have a sharing feature where they don't share any personal identifiable information that we built just for providers. So we really kind of took a mindset of, okay, what does that provider need and want in that point of care, in that point of prescribing, and just kind of built it up uh, fresh and new with that same mission in mind of making sure that their patients can get affordable care. Now, trust is another big topic here, and I know that GoodRx has built a lot of trust, not only just for its provider audiences, but also its consumer audiences with a consistently high net promoter score. Why would you say is trust important for pharma brand leaders when considering a marketing partner like GoodRx? Yeah, it's, a, it's also another good question. I think, you know, it's no secret that pharma always wants to reach and share their amazing uh, clinical breakthroughs with their patients and with their um, with their providers. I think what GoodRx does is it can bring those clinical breakthroughs and those access opportunities, those savings opportunities in an environment where a patient has, you know, found tremendous savings and found tremendous benefit and value from previously. So it's not on a brand.com website. It's not on a brochure that they see, you know, laying around the physician's office. It's like, no, this is good or X. I've used this before. It saved me 80% off of, you know, drug X and Y and Z. Um, so the trust is when you're kind of in that critical moment, that moment that matters for a patient or a provider, like you don't want to have to validate a source while you're also trying to validate an offer. I think with GoodRx, um, what our farmer clients have seen is like, okay, wow, if we can, you know, couple this amazing solution and our amazing innovation with an amazing platform that has high trust and with this high intent audience that uh, GoodRx brings to the to the table, um, we have a, a recipe for success. Um, so I think that's why trust is so important because it's kind of like that last piece that you need as you're trying to commercialize and and bring your drugs to market. Absolutely. And what do today's HCPs need from pharma companies and how are pharma companies addressing those needs and how would you say they could do a better job? Well, I think pharma companies are definitely evolving. Um, I think these days HCP's needs are, you know, uh, kind of uh, swinging back on a pendulum. I think you know, during during the pandemic and during um, the you know the pandemic and, and the word that we don't say these days, COVID, <laughs> providers got very used to having um, you know virtual and virtual interactions and virtual engagements with physicians and to digital engagements and to be targeted digitally. I think now more than ever, providers are looking for like that high hybrid approach, that on-demand approach. Like, I want this information when I need it, when I want it, and then when I need to kind of go into clinical decision mode, I want it to be gone. And I think we've actually seen that GoodRx is a lot of times, like, in both parts of the world for them. So I think what I've seen a lot of pharmaceutical companies doing is to try to meet physicians where they are. And that's even a decision we had to make on um, our provider solutions is, do we build a new app? Do we build a new tool? And ultimately, we were like, no, let's use the same GoodRx that providers know and love and they've been using for 12 years. Um, and let's just serve them up tools that make their workflow more efficient and can provide value for them and their patients on a day-to-day basis. 
And let's talk a little bit about, you know, aligning digital tools and resources within an HCP's workflow. What does it mean to do that and why, why is it important? I think the, <laughs> the reason it's important is uh, one word, time. I think sometimes I look at my day and I say, oh man, I don't have any time to do anything. I'm not treating chronic conditions. I'm not treating critical conditions on a day-to-day basis. I'm making decisions about what's best for good or excellent, what's best for our patients, what's best for our providers, what's best for our platform. And I still run out of time, right? So when I'm looking for tools, I'm looking for things that are going to help me be more effective and more efficient. And providers do the exact same thing. And I think that's why we've, we uncovered how they were coming to GoodRx, what they were using on GoodRx already. And we just wanted to build something in their workflow um, to keep their efficiency high. Um, and so far, as we've seen, you know, high rates of engagement on new tools like their real-time benefit check tool and the cost compare tool, we're seeing signs that, okay, this is actually making your decision-making process a little easier. This is actually giving you the confidence and giving you that empowerment you need to prescribe a drug and not send the patient to the pharmacy with like a 50-50 chance of if it's going to be too expensive or not. You can actually make that call and make that determination kind of further upstream to say, okay, this is how I know this is how much it's going to cost. I know this is what you can use. You can use a copay card or you use a GoodRx coupon card or you can use your insurance because we're giving you all those different transparency tools um, uh, and solutions to, to be able to make that decision. And what advice do you have for clients who are maybe struggling with rep access and struggling to reach their target audience at scale? Yeah, rep access, you know, the, you know, many, many, many years ago, I actually was a rep. And I remember even in that time in the early 2000s, access was waning. And I can only imagine what it's like today. Um, So I think the advice is, is yes, you still need that in-person force. And yes, there are questions that a provider is going to need right there in the office. But if you can imagine trying to time, you know, kind of a spontaneous knock on the door for a doctor around you having a question around drug X or Y or Z, that's a pretty arduous task. Um, And a lot of times you may sit there and wait for a doctor to to come into the room or to have time to to talk with you. And sometimes you're delivering a 15 second, you know, uh, detail, if you will. And I think what we've seen on GoodRx and provider mode is doctors are actually raising their hand to go to a particular drug page on GoodRx and look for access information. So they're going to brand drug X or brand drug Y, and they're looking to say, okay, what coupons are available? What access solutions are are available and how do I know about that and and I want to go to a platform that I trust so I think the advice is is to to couple um, your in-person solutions with something that is trusted with something that's going to reach your double hand raisers if you will you're on GoodRx and you're searching for this particular medication they're raising their hand twice to say yeah I want more information and I think that's what we provide at that point of care at that point of prescribing now, one of the, the big topics that we hear about in healthcare, both among policymakers and among patients, is the cost conversation and drug pricing and affordability. And I've heard that the cost conversation about medications between patients and their providers is becoming more common. So how would you say the role of HCPs have changed when it comes to patient affordability and access to treatments? Yeah, I think there's a couple of trends that has made the role that HCPs um, kind 
kind of hold in this cost conversation evolve and change. I think the rise of consumerism in healthcare with things like high deductible health plans um, and just with just the proliferation of new information and access to information, you have a much more well-informed patient who knows to ask, okay, this is a brand drug, this might be expensive, or who knows to ask, like, okay, I've seen a commercial for GoodRx and they said they have savings. Like, so the, the, the patients, if you will, are bringing up the conversation more proactively because they have more information at their fingertips. They want to get, you know, the best pricing. They want to get something that's most affordable um, for them. Um, so I think the ACPs then have to respond in kind, like, okay, well, I have to be informed as well. Um, and there's also things from a regulatory standpoint that, you know, make the news and make the papers that says, okay, wow, this, this cost conversation is something that's going to come up because, you know, we've seen it from the White House to Congress and even at, you know, even at the state level. So I think in, in many ways, the cost conversation is unavoidable. And what we're trying to do with provider mode and provider solutions at GoodRx is to uh, empower those HCPs to have that conversation. Um, with trusted information that can help them and help their patients make a good decision about affordability and about access. Now, looking towards the future, since we're almost nearing the end of 2023, and as you're thinking about 2024, what do you tell pharma brand leaders and their agencies as they finalize their marketing plans and are considering GoodRx? Yeah, so one of the things we try to remind um, a lot of our partners, whether they be agencies or farmer brands, is about the high trust of GoodRx. We have a high net promoter score around 90 for patients and 90 for ACPs, which is pretty remarkable. Some of your most household names and household brands aren't that high. So that's something we hang our hat on and we're very proud of. And the other thing that we like to tell is, you know, the story of just our high intent audiences, right? So whether you're coming to GoodRx for our health information, which is our content hub, GoodRx Health, and trying to learn more about your condition, trying to learn more about your patient journey, or trying to inform your patients more from an HCP standpoint, um, or you're trying to look up savings, you're trying to look up that access solution on kind of our core prescription marketplace, or your own provider mode. We have a very high intent audience that's very focused on uh, wellness, very focused on improving outcomes, very focused on uh, affordability. So if you're looking to reach, you know, patients that are at that point in their journey where they're about to make a decision about how to get on um, therapy or a provider that's trying to make a decision about what treatment option, what treatment plan, you know, GoodRx is an amazing solution. We have things high top of funnel as well as bottom of funnel um, reaching HCPs at the point of care, for instance. So, you know, you know, reach out to us. We're happy to consult with you, to walk you through our capabilities, understand what we can help your brand do from an HCP standpoint, from a patient standpoint, and everything in between. And we have a team that's been in the business for a while, coming from some of the most stellar companies in the space, um, and, and coming from a lot of farmer brands as well. So um, we understand your challenges, and we spend a lot of time trying to understand the patients, try to understand providers, as well as starting to understand our pharma partners. Um, so we can bring a solution to the table that's a win-win-win for all. So. Great. And before we wrap up, I just wanted to ask, what are a couple things you're, you're really excited about doing here at Health? Um, I saw a massage table. <laughs> um, well, that and headshots, and I could, if I had hair, I could get a haircut. Um, 
But no, I think it's just always fun to connect uh, and network with people in the industry. Um, some of my colleagues from GoodRx is here as well. And just to, to get a different point of view on the industry to learn more. I mean, there's so many exciting things going on, whether it's AI or people thinking through some of the regulatory issues and challenges. Or I think healthcare is um, you know at a precipice of change. Um, so it's going to be really interesting to see how things you know play out over the next couple of months and years. Um, and it's a, a lot of really exciting topics and conversations from from everything from real world data um, to obviously AI and machine learning and what are the use cases of how you can how that can really be transformational in healthcare. So it's a, it's an exciting conference. I'm, I'm glad I've been coming for as many years as I can. And I can't wait to to see how it plays out over the next couple of days as well. Well, great. Thank you so much for joining us, Akil. Thank you. Akil Williams, Vice President of Strategic Development and General Manager of Provider Solutions at GoodRx. And I'm Lesha Bushak for the MMM Podcast. Take care. Mm-hmm.